Hi, all you SPMEs out there. In today's video, I'm going to give you three answers to today's question, and you're gonna to wanna to stick around because the third answer is a secret as to what causes a lot of people to fail when it comes to putting their books on Barnes and Noble. So the question that was sent in to me today was how to self-publish on Barnes and Noble. Now this is a question that people all over the place would like to know. You, we've been into Barnes and Noble bookstores, maybe you have and maybe you haven't, and you've got your book and you're thinking, wouldn't it be amazing to get my book on the shelf? I can even remember a friend of mine who got his books on the shelves inside of a Barnes and Noble store, even though it didn't really make that many sales. It was exciting, the process of getting the book into the store, or even if we could get it onto their platform as a self-published book, wouldn't that be very exciting? Because we can all sort of remember back when, if you were around back then in the 90s, when Barnes & Noble became a giant. And that was a period of time that we all sort of remember. And so in a sense, Barnes & Noble still carries a very heavy name when it comes to thinking about the big players in the area of books, book publishing, bookstores. There's been a lot of stores that have come and gone. I remember Hastings and a couple other ones. But what about Barnes & Noble? And that is the question we are going to answer today. This is Chris Baird from selfpublishingmadeeasynow.com, where self-publishing doesn't have to be so hard. Click the subscribe button if you'd like for me to make more videos like this one. And check out below in my description, and you can grab my absolutely free 7-point secrets to self-publishing checklist to make sure you are not skipping any of the important steps. So let me get a little bit into Barnes & Noble. I remember my very first time in Barnes & Noble back in the 90s. I don't remember if it was like 92 or 93, somewhere in that period. We went into Barnes & Noble for the very first time, and it was a unique experience. You could actually, with a cafe, a Starbucks inside the store itself, you could get your coffee and you could enjoy reading a book at the same time. And we had never seen anything like that before. There had always been bookstores in malls, but not where you could sit down and actually read the books. In fact, they discouraged that and they would watch for kids and people who would be coming into those places to do this exact thing. And so I have very fond memories of sitting and enjoying a coffee or other drink while sitting inside of a Barnes & Noble. But then over a period of time, we began to see competitors come into that market. Hastings and Borders, some of these have gone bankrupt since this point, but they started coming in and competing. But it was interesting because at the time when, when, when it was Barnes & Noble, there were really no other competitors, except maybe in some shopping malls you'd have some, but not really competing at the same way that Barnes & Noble's was competing. And the thing is, is then the giant arrived, which was Amazon. And Amazon then suddenly started to take over a lot of the book sales and bookstores started going out of business. So many of the stores that we liked to buy at previously, suddenly you could no longer go into them because people would just buy their books online. You could get a better deal, better price for just buying them online. And the thing that I really learned from this entire process related to Barnes and Nobles, it's that you shouldn't put all your eggs in one basket. In fact, the giants all eventually are going to fall. 
And when it comes to whether it's Barnes and Noble or Hastings or Borders or maybe even Amazon, even though it seems hard to imagine a world where Amazon is going to take a beating or Netflix if you want to look at videos, video streaming. But the giants are just that. They're giants until they fall. And when that occurs, nobody really expected it to happen. And if you aren't prepared, you're going to pay a big price. And this is a little bit of today's secret, but I'm going to get into that in just a moment. So here are the answers. If we're looking to self-publish on Barnes & Nobles, the first thing is you're going to go to press.barnesandnoble.com. And that is where you can both upload your book. And they say within, I think it was something like 70 hours, you can expect your book to go live on their 70 to 90 hours live on their platform. You can boot both paperback and you can do your ebook versions. And so that's the first thing you need to keep in mind. And you're able to get both of those onto the onto the thing and you can register your tax information and you will be able to pay, they will pay you your royalties and you'll get a higher royalty rate than you would if you went with an aggregator. And so everything seems great, right? Because you're going to have your thing connected with Barnes and Nobles, which was one of our goals here and maybe tapping in a little bit to the nostalgia that was associated with feeling like, wow, look, I've got my book out there. Now, this doesn't mean you need to remember that just because you put your paperback out there, this is a self-published book, and they are not going to take that book and push it directly into their stores. So this isn't going to happen uh, unless you have a special deal of some sort with them. However, it will be on their official site. So that is an important thing to remember. But the secret answer of today, and maybe the most important thing to remember, is that you need to be very careful with putting all your eggs in one basket. The problem is, is that first, Barnes & Nobles is starting to back away a little bit from their eBooks and some of their self-publishing stuff, not doing quite the support that they were doing previously. And the second thing here is that you can get onto Barnes & Nobles with your eBook if you go through Smashwords. And the benefit of Smashwords is that they will automatically distribute your book to Barnes and Nobles and Amazon a lot. Well, Amazon, depending upon your number of sales, you, you should do that independently. But a lot of other Kobo and a lot of other areas where you're going to be able to get your books out there, they will take a small percentage of the royalties that you're earning. And you can expect to see that your books will be there. And if Barnes & Nobles disappears, well, that's not a problem because Smashwords will ensure that the next replacement, the next big company that comes after Barnes & Nobles will take over that. They'll just simply plug that in and route the, your eBooks through there as well. So you'll be, able to make, you'll be able to have presence on each of these sites, but not necessarily have to suffer the pain of registering your book on each of these sites and all your tax information, because just the accounting of dealing with the royalties coming in is a real pain. And Smashwords is a great way to prevent yourself from having to suffer through the exact pain that we're talking about here. And the final thing is that if for the paperbacks, it's true that your paperbacks will not be on, on, on the platform for Barnes & Nobles. However, this is a lousy platform anyway, since it's not really doing much distribution compared to putting your paperbacks through KDP Print, that's Amazon's print area, and Ingram Spark in addition. This combination is powerful, and Lulu can do your hardback book version. And if you're doing these here, we do not need to get our paperback onto Barnes & Noble. There's some questions upon how long Barnes & Noble is going to even be around. And if you're using a lot of energy, correctly formatting all of your books, 
to fit on Barnes & Noble and all of this, it's going to cost you a lot of time and a lot of money for very relatively few sales. I've never heard of a self-published author making tons of money off of the Barnes & Noble platform. And that is a thing you need to take into consideration when you're thinking of putting your book onto Barnes & Nobles. So I hope that explained a little bit of that. Well, my question for you is, have you published your books directly on Barnes & Noble? I would love to hear it. Write yes below in the comments if you have and write no if you haven't, just so I get an idea of what exactly you found. And check up above me here for more video answers to your self-publishing questions. Thanks.